It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, c'est Simon Marcel, c'est moi, it's me, your humble servant. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Um, it's late. My teddy bear, Louis, is still watching me. I laugh because, you know, by myself, I live uh, alone at home in the Midwest. And there's always that, that teddy bear. That, uh, and I posted a picture if you want to check him out. He's super cute. You go to the rendezvousshow.com. Uh, and, and here he is. And uh, before I get to the calls, I just want to briefly give you an advice that my shrink gave me a couple of days ago. We had a session. And before I was cuckoo. And then he said to me, we were talking about should we date into our world, into our culture, into our lifestyle. And he said to me, he said, listen, none of this really matters. What matters is what you have in your heart. And I agree with this. So keep that in mind. My shrink is an 80 years old Freudian shrink. Seen like 2,000 patients in his life. What matters is who you connect with the heart. The rest can be arranged. Your calls and your questions are next. You know when you look at now and it's dark, and if you watch the news, it's not much better. So what do I need from you? Share a love story with me, please. 855-905-8255. Something romantic. Chanel, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Chanel. So I understand that the universe has put back one of your biggest crush when you were younger into your life. Tell me what's the story there. Yes, yes. So back when I was 16, I took some karate classes and mm -hmm. my instructor was like, I don't know, like seven years older than me. I can't like remember, but uh, yeah, super hot guy. Like everyone had a crush on him. <laughs> I had the hugest crush. Like I wrote in my notebook a thousand times. I love Roger. Da -da. And so recently I bumped into him at the Dick Sporting Goods and he looks just as good. Oh my gosh, uh -huh. he looks just as good. I love it. So we started talking, and we exchanged phone numbers. And, yeah, we've been texting, which is great. I mean, obviously, we can't go out right now, but it's been so romantic. And, like, I'm just, like, 16-year-old me's freaking out. <laughs> I'm so happy. Um, yeah, we're just texting. He's being super sweet. I love it. I love having romance right now. It kind of is making the time fly by really nicely, and I get excited. Every time my phone makes a noise, and it's great. I like that. Listen, no, I like that. You know, when the universe gives you an opportunity like this, you know, it's like meant to be because, you know, you, you bump into this person, you know, in a, in a sports uh, uh, shop, you know, Dick's, and then in the middle of this quarantine, here he is in, in your universe, and you are in his. So that is really, really exciting, and I totally understand that, especially right now, this kind of excitement is very needed for all of us. So, enjoy it, and I'm happy to hear this story. Thank you very much. Thank you, Simon. Changing gears now, because I just received a very interesting DM on my Instagram from somebody who wants to know why men react the way they do when you tell them a certain thing. So, I'm going to go help her next on The Rendezvous. So I just received this Instagram DM from Heather. It was an interesting question. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. I want to know, why does it seem like men always get scared away when they found out a girl actually likes them? Because I just decided to tell a guy I'm dating that I think we could have a future together, and now he's acting weird and not talking to me as much as he did. Is there a way to backtrack or fix this? I really like the dude. So, Heather... You want to know what you can do when a man is kind of having cold feet? I'm going to help you with this. 
next on the rendezvous. Have you ever been in Heather's shoes who sent me that Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio that when you told the man that you know you like them and you see a future with them, the guy gets freaked out and kind of like kind of start to ghost on you? And that's what happened to Heather, and she wants to know if she can backtrack or you know or or you know fix this because she really likes the dude. Heather, listen very carefully. The only way out of this is distance. Text him a little less. Because I don't want you to backtrack what you said. You mean what you say and you're honest. And if the guy is not thinking like you are, he has the right to freak out. You have the right to say what you say. Just a little distance, like less texting, and go from there. Because men have an instinct when they start to lose a good thing, they backtrack. So let him backtrack to you instead of try to backtrack to him. Okay? Good luck with that. Distance, distance, distance. It always works. You calls are next. If you want to share a chapter, a page, or even a paragraph of your love life or romantic things you've done or you've received from your partner, please call the rendezvous now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tina. Oh, bonjour, Simon. How are you? I am good, and yourself? I am well. I'm blessed. Tell me, what did your boyfriend do for you? Well, um, we haven't been seeing each other face-to-face, of course, but um, we've been FaceTiming and texting, and um, I had told him that I was having a lot of trouble finding toilet paper. So uh, the next morning, early, I get a text, um, go look on your front porch. Mm -hmm. So I opened the door, and there was a dozen quote-unquote white roses, but he he took six, and he put toilet paper on the sticks and he wrapped it with tissue with a great big bow so it looked like a bundle of roses but it was a bundle of toilet paper oh <laughs> uh, that is super sweet how did that make you feel oh my gosh like, you know i just feel like he's looking out for me all the time it, it it's such a nice feeling to have somebody care for you that way listen uh, tina i love it and you're right it he cares for you and there is no love without proof of love you know so he just showed you how much he cares for you when he did it and he did it in a very crafty way and and romantic way actually oh yeah you know i, I think that it plus had a little bit of a sense of humor to it so it, it made me laugh also just it, it, it was a good giggle uh, listen i i think many many uh people listening will, will wish something like this happened to them. I mean, this is the time where we need romance and creativity. I got one last question for you is that now that he's done that for you, are you thinking about surprising him too uh, creatively soon? Well, yeah, I have to actually, um, I, what I would like to do is drop off a great big meal because he's not the best cook. So I know that he's missing the restaurant. So I think I'm yep. going to make a great big lasagna and take it over to him and, and just leave it right there at dinner and call him and say, hey, open up your door. That, <laughs> do you know what? Him. You just you, this, this is a great idea, and I wish somebody would do that for me. I'm jealous. So, Tina, thank you so much for uh, sharing that story. Um, wonderful boyfriend. Give him credit, and good luck to both of you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Good night, Simon. Good night, Tina. I just got a very interesting Twitter DM, and they have a question about the timing when it comes to texting back and forth. So that is coming up next. So you know that if you listen to me at night, if you listen to The Rendezvous, and um, you have a question for me, and you can't call that night, or you can't call that night, but you want me to answer, 
you know, don't hesitate. Send me a Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio, just like Victoria did. And she goes, Bonjour, Simon. I get so nervous whenever the guy I'm dating texts me or DMs me because I overthink everything. And it takes me forever to respond because I'm trying to figure out what to say. Do you think that's a bad sign? Well, Victoria, do I think it's a bad sign that it takes forever for you to respond to a text from your boyfriend? I'm going to answer that next. What do you think it means if um, whenever the guy or the partner you're dating texts you or DMs you, that it takes you forever to answer because you're trying to figure out what to say? Is that a bad sign? And that's the question that Victoria sent me, and she says, you know, I don't know if it's a bad sign or not, and I would say this. If you overthink everything, it means you're not at ease. It means there's something that you're afraid of, maybe of rejection, you're nervous to say the wrong thing, but here's my advice. Just say what you think. Be you and be wanted and loved for who you are. There's no perfect texting or bad. The only right way to text or DM somebody is to be yourself. So please, you want to say something, say it. Just be natural, be spontaneous, and once you date somebody, you shouldn't be thinking about this too much. So just have fun with texting. Nothing to think about it forever. Anyway, I hope that helps you. You calls and your questions are next. If you want to call me, just dial the rendezvous. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Cara. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Cara. So um, what's going on between you and your boyfriend? How can I help you guys? So I'm really confused right now. Um, last night, I was over at his house, and he made us dinner. And I'm sitting there, and he's, like, getting ready to plate the dinner. And he comes over, and he's like, oh, we're going to sing happy birthday to my nephew. I'm like, what? What do you mean? And I've never met any of his family except his mom. And then two seconds later, I'm on a, like, Skype call with, like, 20 members of his family. <laughs> what? So I, you yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, I'm so confused right now because it's like, wait, what? I get it. But tell me, how do you feel about this between you and I? What's, what, how do you feel about what happened? I feel strange. Like <laughs> you, you were not ready, strange, because you think it's too soon? What do you mean by strange? Okay, yeah, both. So the whole, I wasn't prepared for that because I was like where, you know, I didn't have makeup on, you know, I'm just bummy, you know, and then all of a sudden right. it's like, now you're on camera. Um, <laughs> and also, like, I haven't met his, like, it's we've been together a year, so I should be meeting his family for, like, birthdays and holidays and stuff. But we haven't done that yet. And for this okay. to be my first introduction to the family. Are you a little upset he did that without telling you before? Honestly, I don't even know. Like, I'm just, I'm still so confused by the whole experience. Like, What is so confusing? I mean, it, it, it appears when you guys are exclusive and you're in, this could have been, I get it, you were not ready, you didn't have your makeup on, all this is very valid. But why do you think confused is the word? Well, because I didn't know that they knew about me to the point where they're like, oh, here's Walter and Kara. Like, what? Okay, like, I've the... never met you people. I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, but do you do not talk about your boyfriend to your family even if they have not met him? Yeah, no, you do have a point. So I'm going to ask you a very tough question, but it's just between you and I. But this is the question. Is there in somewhere in you a doubt that this man is the man for the rest of your life? 
don't know. That's hard. <laughs> well, yes, but I feel like if we are telling the truth, that your reaction is more based on a side of you says, wait, I'm not sure this is the right guy for me forever. It's fine for now, but I don't want to meet family yet because the truth is I'm not sure I'm interested into all that. And that's why there's a side of you who's maybe ready and a side of you who's not ready for that. Yeah, you may have a point. That's I mean, why I so called because I, I knew you would know. <laughs> all right, Kara. That's okay. Listen, think about that. Just think about what's best for you and then take it from there. Your reaction is a red flag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Kara. Take care. Good luck to you and have a good night. Good night, Simon. Have you ever been in that situation where you ignored the red flags, didn't know what your reaction meant? Let's talk about red flags and what they mean next on The Rendezvous. What does it mean for you when you see a red flag or when you have a red flag? What is a red flag for you when you're in a relationship? Right, let's define this. A red flag is just like my last caller, Kara, had, where, you know, for instance, she's been with a guy for a year, and um, he surprised her with Zoom, uh, and, and then there's all the family saying happy birthday to one of the nephew, and then she meets all his family, and she feels weird about it. Strange. And then she told me, yes, I was not prepared to have a makeup on, but I still felt strange. And I told her, you feel strange because something inside of you doesn't want to meet the family because you know, and that's the red flag, that somewhere in your mind or in your heart is not the one. And so the importance of respecting red flags is huge for us to be honest with ourselves and our partner. And what happens if you don't respect a red flag? I'll tell you a personal story of what happened to me when I didn't. Coming up next. So I'm talking about red flags and what happens if you don't respect them, if you ignore them, if you pretend it is not here. So I've done that too many times. And I'll give you an example. I remember years ago, uh, on the first date, this, this charming woman arrived about 30 minutes late, first date, and didn't text me, I'm on my way, nothing. And I said to myself, oh my God, she's so rude, I'll never see her again. But she was very charming, we had a good time. And then she did it again, and late, and this. And I should have remembered that first time, right? Because honestly, if somebody comes to a first date 30 minutes late and don't send you a text, you shouldn't want to date somebody that rude. But I ignored the red flags, dated her, and then the relationship went south, you know, little by little, and I got more disrespected one step after the other. I should have known better, so I don't want you to do like me. I want you to do better than me. Always remember to respect red flags. They are an indication in your intuition that something is off. Now, you calls and your questions are next. If you have a question for me, don't hesitate. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Keith. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So, I understand you and your girlfriend broke up right before the quarantine, and you have a question for me about this. Tell me what's going on. Yeah, so we broke up right before the quarantine. Um, she said she doesn't really see it working out. Um, I, I guess in a nutshell, I, I really miss her, and I want to know if it's wise to reach out to her or call her or text her. Okay. When you guys broke up or when she broke up with you, what was the reason? Well, we live three hours away, so it's a little bit of a long distance, but not, it's not too bad. Um, right. but she just said that she just doesn't see it working out and it's nothing that I did and it's all in, it's all her. And I, I don't know, 
what that means or if it if it means I should reach out or if I shouldn't. Should I tell her I miss her? Should I, uh, you know, I don't want to bother her if, if she doesn't want to date. The last thing I want to do is, is like, blow up her phone or bother her. So I, I really just don't know what to do. I feel lost a little. I understand. I'm going to give you my advice. Um, she So she has not reached out to you at all, right? Uh, no, not, not lately. Okay. Um, so don't reach out. I mean, listen, if somebody misses you, they reach out, but she hasn't reached out. So yeah. she was the initiator kind of the breakup, right? She was the one who broke up with you. She initiated it, correct, yeah. yeah. So because she initiated it, it makes no sense to reach out again. If she wants to reach out, she will. And also, trust me, your only chance to get her back is to stay totally quiet, right? So she decided to break up with you. You guys, you know, uh, are now you know separated. And my advice always is to keep the distance, be patient, and then see how it goes. But if you reach out to her and she doesn't reach out back to you, you're going to feel a burning sensation of disappointment and uh, and resentment. So it does, it's not worth it. Okay, so just leave it alone. Leave it alone, yes. It's, you know, it's like bury the past to kiss the future. Okay, yeah, it, it's, I'll, I'll do that then. I, I trust your advice and uh, I'll do that. Please, it, it will protect your dignity. Uh, I know it's hard. So Keith, be strong, stay firm. And uh, good luck to you. All right. I appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you for calling and have a good night. You too. Let's finish this show with a key question for you. Should couples share passwords in relationships? Yes? No? We're going to talk about it next. Should couples share passwords in relationships? What do you think? Should you or should you not share your password when you enter a new relationship? Obviously exclusive. So I wanted to know what you thought, and I posted that very question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. Here is your votes and your results. So 64% of you voted, sure, why not? I can share my password if I'm in a relationship. 36% of you said, no, privacy is important. And my take on this is keep your password but be willing to open your phone at any time to your partner if they request it. But I don't think we need to open the phones all the time. There's things that are just for us, and that's my advice on this. So uh, whatever works for you works for me, but that's my philosophy. Thank you so much for being with me tonight, et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.